It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show, James Van Osdell. All right, so welcome to Car con Carne. I'm doing this one from home. I'm James Van Osdell. Coming up on Carcon Carne in the days, if not weeks to come. Well, first off, later this week, Liv Warfield. She was a member of Prince's New Power Generation, a recent collaborator of Questlove. Uh, she is a force of nature as far as vocals go, and she will be in the car with me on Sunday as we record at Haymarket downtown. Also this week, Diplomats of Solid Sound, the pride of Iowa. Pravda Records favorites will be joining me tomorrow night. Fort Francis next week. And then Carcon Carne will also be visiting the sixth annual, sixth annual Chicago Rum Festival. Because I'm kind of like a pirate. But right now I'm joined by Missy. Missy is the, the center, the, the nucleus of the artist now known as Leonora to Mars. Yes. Uh, just Leonora, but we had to change all the handles to Two Mars because apparently there are a lot of humans out there who like the name Leonora. No, okay, so my confusion is well-founded. <laughs> yes, oh, absolutely. Okay, Leonora. And this, this is a new name change. This is a brand yeah. new name change. Okay, so forgive me. Formerly known as the God-Awful Small Affairs. Just rolls off the tongue, that one. And not a lot <laughs> of people had chosen that name yet. Well, let's, I mean, obviously, let's start there. Name change, brand change. Yeah. Whenever a name change happens it, it's a big deal i mean it, it represents a new direction a new thought process a new a new what for you oh god okay so the initial formation of the god awful small affairs uh the backstory if you will the origin will. story uh comes from galesburg illinois in a very cold basement where i was uh, put on a play date basically with Mark Nunez, who is my electric guitarist, also plays baritone guitar on the, the new single. And it, Mark and I jammed out for a little bit and, and became friends. And he told me that we needed a name and that it could be anything I wanted as long as it started with the and ended in an S because he loved the cars, still loves the cars. Who doesn't um, love the cars? Who doesn't love the cars? Mm -hmm. And then my favorite band is The Replacements. Um, and that's so why I. Who I, doesn't I really love The Replacements? Agree. Who doesn't love The Replacements? Right. Um, and I was also listening to a lot of David Bowie at the time and read this article where he said that he once went out on a walk and he came back with all of Life on Mars, right? Which is where um, God Awful Small Affair comes from. It's the first mm -hmm. line of Life on Mars. And I love that idea of the relationship with flow. And so when we named it The God Awful Small Affairs, it had a lot to do with like what I was interested in in the moment, which was uh, the artistic creation of music. I, I like the idea of studying flow and all of its forms and like how it interacts with our body and how we can be used as vessels to create music and like where that comes from and that's what it represented to me and now that i'm a little bit older the thing that i'm most interested in is uh like this exploration of collaboration and also an exploration of um gender and and who we can be when we are collaborating with other people like myself as an individual i'm a non-binary person um, but on stage, I have been feeling so much pressure to like perform femininity because before I came out, we were the god awful small affairs, and it's been years now performing um, performing femininity femininity like on stage as almost a solo artist, kind of pushing myself forward out of the collective 
And now with Leonora, I feel like I can kind of like fall back into like the arms of my friends and I'm making music with like this collective that it's composed of my best friends that I've ever had and some of the most talented people I've ever known. And together we can be one person, one entity, instead of me having to shoulder all of the responsibility of creating this character in this world and this art. Now we are the art and the artists together exploring like ourselves and the art and also who we can be as queer people and as just like people in general, like with the art. Does that make any sense? The shorter version is we have become Power Rangers and now us all combined, we create one big Power Ranger and that is Leonora, as opposed to the God Awful Small Affairs was mostly me with a backing band. So would that make you a Megazord? Yeah, sure. Okay, I think so. I think so. I I never saw Power Rangers, I just know the concept. Uh, it, it's one of the perils of having children, or at least a small boy <laughs> at one point. I, you know, when I think about you and listen to your music, you do have the soul, and you just put this on display. You have the soul of a of a poet and a writer. <laughs> we, we we talked before we started recording. You mentioned going to school. Were you what kind of student were you? What what were you on track to do, or what did you get a, yeah. a degree in? So I have a degree in theater with minors in anthropology, sociology, and English literature. Um, and I have one semester under my belt of studying existential psychology. <laughs> okay, that, that kind of fits where, where my head was going with this. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. All of those things were great. <laughs> so let's go back to the name change. Leonora, sure. not Leonora to Mars. I'm changing my notes as I'm talking to you. But Leonore to Mars was also an album that we released, our first EP ever, that ties in with all of these concepts. So so it is canon to have assumed that. It's canon. It's canon. I love it. it it's hard, I think, to bring people along, especially, you know, it's been sure. a fragmented couple of years. Um, people's eyes have been taken off the, the proverbial ball. How do you let God Awful Small Affairs fans know that this is where you are i mean it's oh god i'm gonna say something that like i just know as as a person who's doing a podcast i'm not supposed to say which is like (laughs) but it's just true um with the idea of like existential psychology right i'm I'm interested in like existentialism um because i do have like this this relationship with the idea of mortality and that this is my life and like the only thing I just have this one shot basically either there is intrinsic meaning to the universe or I create it and either way I choose music or I do have music as my meaning and with that in mind it's like I would love for people to come along and listen and to be here and to and to enjoy this art that I'm going to make and that we are making and to listen and also engage in conversation but when it comes down to it it's like this is the transition that I have to make, right? Like as uh, as a Missy, as a queer person, as um, a person trying to learn to live within the realms of this like newfound network in society, like I have to move. And so, and I have to keep making music. That's, that's my reason for existence. So I will try my hardest to steward all the humans in here. Like get on this boat, y'all. It's gonna be a rockin' time. We're gonna talk about all sorts of fun, weird shit stuff. Can I, can I curse here? Oh yeah. Great fun weird shit um and but also it's like if it's not if they don't follow it's just it's inevitable it just has to happen 
Does that make sense? I, it does. <laughs> and that is clearly existential. And I get the need to change things. I get the need to evolve and go in different directions. I mean, not even looking at this from an existential perspective, you know, a band like you too, they've been at it for 40 years. At <laughs> some point, that. they probably said, I, I, I wish we weren't you too. I wish we had the freedom. Well, I guess they did. They did the passengers, but other bands. I was about been to for say. <laughs> I think Bono and Edge, like, don't they have? Isn't it a lore, like a like a story that they once came to blows, like on tour because and they because they argued so specifically about these things. Don't sue me, Bono. The Edge. I don't know any of this. I'm just gossiping about you now. Wouldn't that be great um, though if they sued you? That would mean that would mean that they listened and or watched. And I'd be like, um, my name is Leonora. <laughs> Dear Bono. All right, well, Motorhead. Yeah, after you know, thirty-five <laughs> oh, years. I know nothing about Motorhead. Only Bono. The point is, the artistic need to evolve, right. go right. in different directions, follow your muse. I think it's natural, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it depends on your prerogative, right? We we all have the ability. We all want a bunch of different things, and then you get to decide like what your priorities are, what you're going to put most stake in and to me it has less to do with success and more to do with uh truth and just like the inevitability of the art that i'm going to make it just has to be the way that it is which sounds wild pants um but but it all comes from this place of of like yeah i really do earnestly believe that me being in this little body is so awesome and like what a gift that i get to have a little vessel that helps me make art that's so cool and i just kind of have to do what i'm supposed to do Nothing wild pants about that. <laughs> so the the new song, our first taste of what Leonora mm -hmm. is, is a self-described subverted murder ballad. It's called Wrong Car. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, it just came out truly a, a few days ago. On the surface, it's just a big broad stroke overview. The perils of hitchhiking. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, I, I There's so much to recommend this song. To me, it, it's the fact that it goes in all these different directions. Very few of them are expected. This feels like something out of a musical. And now that I know your theater background, it kind of makes sense. You know, I get that a lot and, uh, and I really appreciate it. I've been in very few musicals in my time, but I do like the musical structure. I think because not even like the singular song in a musical, but I really appreciate musicals in general because they tend to have overlapping songs that interact with the story in such a way that they use music to tie in themes of the plot and the story, which is what I'm trying to do with a lot of my songs. I like to use those themes to kind of like layer on top of each other and bring it back in. Um, and it's, it's just a like a tool that I like to utilize. And also big sounds just feel really good in my body mm -hmm. whenever I get to make them. So that's nice. Well, by the time the song's over, I feel like I've gone on this remarkable journey a very dark journey <laughs> but a, but a journey nonetheless thank you from from a to z and there are all these little twists you hit some really sing-songy highs and some sinister harmonies you, you you give your vocals a lot of a lot of chance to stretch out and, and do interesting things on this one. Oh, it's one of my favorite things to do it's it's funny when we initially were getting ready to like mix and master the song there there were no harmonies at all it was just it was pretty bare and a week before we sent it out um reed who is my partner and also the recording engineer and also um the person who does the the lead electric guitar that's not the baritone um and the bass oh my god she did an incredible amount um but 
she was like, okay, let, let's take an hour, Missy, and just like record some harmonies and like left me alone in a room. And then she came back in and I had to look at her and go, I'm so sorry, but it's not gonna be an hour. Like I'm gonna need many hours um, because I just wrote this thing. And then she was like, no, 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 we have to finish this. I was like, no, 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 just listen. I, I just did a scratch, like listen to the scratch. Um, and she listened to it and put down the headphones and was like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna need many, many days. <laughs> I was like, great. Um, and so I was, I was really grateful that she was flexible enough to just like be able to, to let me do that at the very, very last minute there. Cause to me, it, it's my favorite part and it felt so interactive and so fulfilling. I think also because I'd already, I'd written the song and I played the song a billion times, you know, and the newest, freshest part, the most fun like exploration was playing with the space in between and using my voice to really set the whole tone and the mood and oh, it's my favorite. Well, and, and your voice goes almost spoken words, yeah. almost spoken word in moments on this, which I like too. Oh, I mean, it, like I said, it goes in all these different directions. And I think for the first song, for the, the, the mission statement of what Leonora is as a band, this is a fine way to come out of the gate. Oh, that means a lot. I, I well, and you, I think, oh, go ahead. No, I think you set some really exciting expectations. I think that it also, it ties in really well to the previous um, music that was released under the God Awful Small Affairs because it is, um, it does go along with the songs that I would deem my, my uh, demonic ballads. I do have a few of those and um, it's, it's like a tool that I use to explore um, like psychological concepts where I either feel so threatened or misunderstood or, or pressurized in some way or sometimes in danger to the point where I don't feel like either my humanity is being recognized or like I feel um, incapable of either seeing myself or others seeing me as like a full human. And then I just kind of give up and give in to all of those big feelings that someone's like fighting against. You know, you have the, those meta emotions about your emotions, right? It's where you feel something and then you feel something about how you feel. Mm -hmm. And for me, writing these demonic ballads is cutting out the middleman, taking away, like feeling angry that I'm feeling angry and instead just feeling angry, you know, and uh, taking on this character that is wholeheartedly not human to kind of like twist, to change all the rules and to change all the stakes and to twist everything around. And it feels like really purifying and cathartic afterwards. And I think that's why they, they usually sound so big and cathartic and terrifying is because to me, it's like purging all of that weird stuff out so that I can continue my like mental health journey of goodness. Isn't that weird? As a songwriter, is that kind of your, your more comfortable spot is telling stories, imagining characters, as opposed to literal translations of this happened to me today. This sucks. Oh, such a good question. I would say, this is so funny. My favorite songs that I write are when they are absolutely both and not even like, oh, it's kind of both. My favorite is when I'm able to write a song um, like Joan, which is a God awful small affair song that hopefully someday Leonora will uh, recover because it's so good. Um, and it's a demonic ballad, but right down the middle, if you take the lyrics and like put them out, you can create two separate songs that are both 100% exactly like what was happening and like what I was feeling in this reality of just who I am. Um, and like the the relationship that I was going through in that struggle. And then on the other side, there's this fantastical song um, that has everything to do with like being a demon that's in love with Joan of Arc 
in this really calloused sort of like, hope you guessed my name um, idea, um, like watching her burn in, in this really, uh, was it was it Les Enfers sort of, uh, who cares, this is unfortunate, lighting your cigarette on the flames. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love best when songs are able to be absolutely both. And I think that comes from a place of writing is fun for me in a way of not just like a fun ride, but it's a pleasure to write something correctly, like how it's supposed to be for me in my mind and to mm-hmm. have the boundaries of having to make it both and make it so specific. It's it's a real joy to be able to find the proper words to, to be able to access both. So you're working on what will be the first full band EP yeah. in years. So this is this is just the the floodgates are open, right? There there's more to come and there's more to come quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um we are going to be releasing uh, a song a month for the next couple of months um and then have one beautiful little EP and then hopefully be moving right along into our second EP. We've actually already started the draft for that. Um there is a big, big backlog of Missy songs um, that stretches too many notebooks to count. And we are very excited to start putting them together in ways that make sense, as well as uh, I'm still continuing to write and trying to like build on what we have. Um, and so right now we are in the process of finishing up our second song, uh, and that's Sleeping Sound, which is, um, which is, Again, one of those songs that does absolutely both things and is a very poorly written spell is what I, is what I call it. I, I wrote it as an exercise <laughs> with this idea of maybe if I was able to write this desire down and sing it as often and as loudly as possible, it would come true. But the idea was to keep like love as far away from me as possible so that I could be productive. Um, and it failed miserably because as soon as I finished it, uh, the next week I actually ended up finding my partner. So, um, but it, it was a dream. Um, but we're really excited to, to finish uh, up work on that as well. Um, and it's, it's just a really good juxtaposition to, um, to Wrong Car, I think, because it explores so many different obstacles sonically that we weren't able to touch on in Wrong Car. You would think that there, we didn't have anything left to touch on, but there's so many other spaces. I believe it. And so wrong car is streamable. We can listen to it. We can buy mm-hmm. it on, on Bandcamp and stream yeah. it elsewhere. We should buy it on Bandcamp. That's a, I'm a, I'm a fan me, of, of buying, money. yes, <laughs> buying stuff from artists because, well, we know what the world's like right now. I know. I'm um, like, help me. I'm poor. <laughs> so yes, we can go to Bandcamp and buy it, or we can also stream it, which I mean, you get like a, a fraction true. of a cent if we do that. Which Oh, is absolutely. Nice. And I also get like free space in your mind afterwards because it's kind of That's, catchy. So I you, do like taking up your brain space. You, you can't put a price tag on that. <laughs> and then live music. I mean, you just uh, debuted Leonora. We're recording this on what day is today? Today's Tuesday. Oh, God. Today is the 19th, and uh, we had I our really had to give release on, oh, God, it's today Tuesday, and it was yes. on Sunday night. Oh, man, I'm lost in time. What Me is too. it? Like uh, like they say, lost in time, lost in space, lost in meaning. Is that the, that's from Rocky Horror Picture Show. I feel that today. Um, yes, we released so, it on Easter. So more to come. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, you're you're in a groove right now. Yeah, yeah, we're feeling, we're feeling really good about it. Uh, so keep your ears to the ground, man, or preferably not to the ground. Keep your ears to the radio and well, to, to your phone. 
Well, well, good luck if you're listening to the radio. But yeah, if you're listening to podcasts, <laughs> listen to podcasts. <laughs> well, and like I love that there are podcasts that support artists like Leonora. I know you just did the uh, Ox Populi podcast, which I'm oh, going to be on so next kind. month. All right, so here's here's my question about that yeah. one because I, I I told him I would go on his podcast next month. Yeah, he does like three hour interviews with people. Yeah, it was it was it was long. It was fun. <laughs> that was another lost in time moment. I came out of it and I was like, where am I? What day is it? He handed me some bread, which was incredible. Um, and, uh, and I was like, I, I honestly, I, <laughs> um, I was so amazed when I listened back to it, how many different subjects we covered. I, I think it, it is really just like sitting down with your friends and by the end of the night or like a Simpsons episode at the end of the Simpsons episode, I'm not sure I, you could track your way all the way back to the beginning. You know, mm -hmm. you're like, how did we get here? Right, right. I felt that way. <laughs> but but now he gave you bread. Am I right. missing out? Should I be giving carbs of some yes. sort to my um, guests? If you could mail my bread, I will send you my my new address after this, if that's okay. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> Missy, the band, Leonora, mm -hmm. I, like I said, the, the new song is what, what a hallmark of things to come. Wrong car. We can stream that. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I was a fan of God Awful Small Affairs. I'm a fan of yours. I, I can't wait to see where this goes next. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.